Hey everybody, welcome back to the Reclamation Podcast, where our goal is to help you reclaim good practices for faith and life. I'm Tony, and today is episode 166 of the podcast, where we sit down to talk about moments versus movements. And oftentimes, I think in our faith and in our life, we get this mixed up. We try to have a moment with Jesus instead of a movement with Jesus. We're going to dive into this. We're going to take a look at Matthew chapter four. We're going to talk about that and how it applies to your life. I'm really excited to jump into this. One of the things I'm super, super passionate about. And if you've ever listened all the way to the end of the podcast, thank you. And this is the kind of the birthplace of if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move statement. So we're going to jump into all that. Uh, but before we do, as a reminder, hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a rating review on uh, whatever podcast player you listen to. Overcast, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you go, subscribe. If there's an opportunity to rate it, rate it. All of that goes into searchability and really helps spread the word about what God is doing in the uh, in the life of this platform, which is is growing every single week. Thanks to you. I'm so thankful. The best compliment you can give us, share this episode with a friend, one person, just one, one friend that's out there in the world that maybe needs to hear this message about movements versus moments. All right, so let's jump into it a little bit. Um, I have been studying the church world for the last decade, and one of the things that I really believe, like from the depths of my soul, I believe, is that the church has done an incredible job at teaching people how to come to church and not how to follow Jesus. I'm going to say it again. The church over the last two decades has done an incredible job of teaching people how to come to church and not how to follow Jesus. What's the difference? The difference is oftentimes we get people to come to church based off of their pastor, based off of the music, based off of the social justice position, based off of all of the cool kids programming happening, you know, in the building, you know, that is way different than teaching someone to follow Jesus. Because when, when we teach someone how to follow Jesus, we transform their lives and following Jesus will always, it will always require movement. You can have a moment or you can be part of a movement. You can have a moment with Jesus or you can be part of a movement with Jesus. Let's dive into the scripture today. It's Matthew chapter four, starting at verse 18. It says this, as Jesus was walking beside the sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter and his brother, Andrew. They were casting a net into the lake for they were fishermen. 419, come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. Let me say that again. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once, listen to that, at once they left their nets and followed him. Going on from there, he saw two brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, they were in the boat with their father, Zebedee, preparing their nets. Jesus called them, and immediately they left their boat and their father, and they followed him. 
They followed him. Friends, we really have to decide, do I want to be a part of a moment or movement? Let's jump into it a little bit more. A moment, we all have moments. We have moments with Jesus where you go to church and you feel the spirit and it's thick and you've been super convicted, right? Maybe the pastor just delivers this incredible message, right? And that's awesome. And I love that. And you get all the feels. But then the moment you walk outside of the church, nothing actually changes. Your life doesn't change. Your actions don't change. Your heart really doesn't ever change. You had a moment with Jesus. And listen, let me tell you, if you've never had a moment with Jesus, you should have one. They're great. I love moments. But movements transform us. Movements cause us to look different, act different. Movements are one degree shifts that change everything. In Matthew 4, 19, he says, come follow me and I will send you out to fish for people. Jesus is never going to let you stay where you are if you're following him. Amen. He's never going to let you stay there. He's going to call you to someplace that you've never been so you can have an experience that you can't imagine. Not only is this important for our relationship with Jesus, but this keeps Jesus in the right place. This keeps Jesus as Lord of our life because we're following the Lord. I'm not following a pastor. I'm not following a church. I'm following Jesus as a part of the church under the supervision of my pastor. See, that's the difference of being in a, a movement versus a moment. And, and if we think about uh, Simon called Peter and his brother Andrew, if we think about the two sons of Zebedee, James and John, if we think about these four disciples, their entire life was changed when they decided to say yes. Notice also what Jesus doesn't say in Matthew 4. He doesn't say where they're going. He doesn't say what they're going to do. He doesn't say anything else. Jesus is very good about giving as little detail as possible. Listen, I, I don't know uh, if Jesus ever had to deal with toddlers, but that's so hard because all they do is ask questions. Sometimes I feel like the disciples are a lot like toddlers. Sometimes I feel like I'm a toddler in my relationship with Jesus. Jesus, do you want me to do this? Jesus, do you want me to do that? What about this, Jesus? What about six things down the road, Jesus? When I feel like what we see in this text, what we see in this idea about following Jesus is this very simple yet challenging language. Follow me. Follow me. And in order to follow Jesus... Check this out. In order to follow Jesus, we have to stay close to Jesus. You can't follow him from two miles back. You'll lose him. You can't follow him if you're not part of a faith community. You can't follow him if you're not reading your scriptures. You can't follow him if you're not in your prayer life. Now, on the other side of following Jesus, Peter and Andrew, James and John, their entire lives changed. They were part of massive movements. They were part of building and planting churches. They were part of feeding the sick. Nope, healing the sick, feeding the hungry, correctly said. So James and John and Peter and Andrew, they got to experience the fullness of life with Christ when they decided that they were going to follow him instead of just listening to him. Now, so let's Let's think about this in scripture. If you think about when Jesus fed the 5,000, they had a moment. It was a miraculous moment. It was an incredible moment. It was a holy moment. It was a hopeful moment. It was all of those things, right? They had this incredible moment. 
But a lot of them probably left there feeling good about who Jesus was, but not transformed. They didn't transform because they didn't move. Now, if they decided that, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave everything I have and go follow Jesus, if I'm going to go do all those things, then all of a sudden now I'm going to be transformed by who Jesus is. If you want transformation, it requires movement. You can't change and stay in the same place. So practically speaking, this looks like your life looking a different year from now than it does today. So um, let me give you a practical example from my life. One of the things that I try to do every year with some success, some failure, is I try to add a new discipline in. So last year, I tried fasting. This year, I'm really working on spending time in silence. It's so hard because I really like to talk. Um, but, right, every year I try to add a new discipline, and that discipline is there to help me get closer, more intimate with Jesus because I'm trying to follow Jesus. And I, I listen to Jesus for him to kind of like tell me what he wants me to do. Dr. Bellini, uh, who you've heard on this podcast before, the pastor of the pod, he says you got to keep one ear to the natural and one ear to the supernatural. So if you want to be led by Jesus, you have to keep one ear in the world, listening, observing, watching, and one ear to the supernatural, listening, observing, watching. You see the, see the correlation there. I want to keep one ear to the natural, one ear to the supernatural so that I can be led by the Lord. And I want to stay close to him in my prayer life, in my scriptures, in my intentional Christian community, in my disciple making. This is how this works. And they don't always have to be huge moves. Sometimes it's about just putting down something, right? Putting down shows that you watch, putting down certain coping mechanisms, other times it's about picking things up, right? Picking up more prayer time, picking up the idea of praying with your spouse, picking up some of the disciplines that challenge us and form us and shape us into the image of God. Each and every one of us has to decide. Now, Matthew 4, they literally gave up everything. They gave up the way of life. They gave up the way they knew how to make money. They gave up their system and support to follow Jesus. The biggest transformation comes when we take the biggest risks, right? When, when we step out in faith. Another example of this is Peter on the boat. He decides to move to follow Jesus. He's the only one in the boat that does it. And what we have to believe is that Peter's life was forever changed because he walked on water. Now, it may not have been very long. It may have not have been very um, wide or, you know, kind of one of those moments that he's not always proud of when he took his eyes off him. But at the end of the day, he did it. He moved. And we're called to do the same thing. There isn't a relationship in your life right now that should look the same a year from now. God created the world to move. Seasons change. Relationships grow. We grow. And when we do that, everything shifts. Everything shifts, and you should shift too. At the end of every podcast episode, I say, if you want to follow Jesus, you must be willing to move. Because sometimes I really believe that the biggest barrier 
to me walking with Jesus is my lack of courage to actually walk. You just got to do it. There's no sermon that's going to make you do it. There's no podcast that's going to make you do it. There's no thing that's going to make you do it. Only you, only you have the power to do it. You're the only person I know that can make you move. Praise God for that. Friends, I'm so thankful to be on this journey with you. I hope today's little sermonette um, monologue podcast was helpful to you. I know I think about this kind of stuff all the time. Hey, if you have any requests, anything you want me to cover as we talk through this stuff, let me know. Best way to find me on the gram at T-W-M-I-L-T, T-W-M-I-L-T. Also, don't forget to check out what God is doing through Spirit and Truth. You can learn more about them at spiritandtruth.life. You can also support this podcast by going to spiritandtruth.life slash give. Uh, Maybe next week I'll talk about being a missionary and how weird that is. So uh, lots more to come. I'm so thankful for you being a part of this experiment, this podcast, this way of life. And remember, guys, if you want to follow Jesus, say it with me. You must be willing to move.